One, two. Hello, hello, hello. Hiya. Hiya. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome along to episode number 34 of the... Is it 34? Yeah. 35. Oh, is it? Are we 36? No, are we 36? No, it's 35. Please note, this show is entirely sponsored by you, the listener. Without your kind donations, we simply could not produce this podcast. If you want to keep hearing more from us, please visit patreon.com slash brewdognews for a really cool way to help us. Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 35 of the Brewdog News Podcast. This is being recorded live from Brewdog Inverurie on the 15th of December 2019. We're your source for all the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. The show is hosted by myself, Robert Cooper. And with me, Bruce Cameron. And joining us live in person, not that Bruce isn't live in person, it's Joanne Love. God, I'm here! (laughs) Excellent. And we haven't got Andrew, but we've got someone... Yay! Oh, oh. No, sorry, I pre He's going to hear that. He's going to hear that. <laughs> Someone who arguably is even better. Brew Dad on his own. It's Ben Moore. Hello, hello, hello. Yay! Yay. The, year, the, year, the year was prepared, not, not for Andrew not being here. <laughs> so much packed into this Christmas special, I don't even know where to begin, but I'm going to try. So coming up in this week's show, we've got an interview with James Watt himself, looking back at 2019. We've our Brewdog versus Podcast quiz to look forward to. We've got the news of a secretive new Brewdog concept bar. Tamsin joins us to talk about her unusual dogs on deck shift. The rest of my script's gone missing. Smooth. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a potential museum in the works. Dublin is open. Swansea is open. There's Christmas presents all over the place. Andrew's here with some news for us. And of course, Wattie is on. Standard disclaimer time. We're all shareholders in Brewdog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of Brewdog. So, without further ado, let's play some theme music. We're definitely bigger than we used to be, but we're still inconsequentially tiny in the context of the global beer business. Why are you a punk? Am I a what? A punk? I really like beer and I like to drink it a lot. We wear our heart on our sleeve and we do things in our own terms. Am I right saying that Brewdog is trying to make crafted beer popular? Hi, hi, Brewdog News Podcast. It's Wacky here for our Meldrum again. Have we started again? And a huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, but especially our top tier supporters, Innis and Neil. Thank you both, Innis and Neil. And a shout out to my mum, who was on a British Airways flight uh, just the other day. I can't remember where she was coming back from. And she spied the uh, Brewdog Speedbird 100 was on the flight. And she got the steward to hold a can and take a photo. And she was all excited and sent it to me. So hello, well, mum. photograph. Aww. Yes. Not the can. Not the can. Oh. No, I haven't actually. I, tr- I tried Speedbird 100 once, but I can't remember what it tastes like. Bruce, um, thank you very much. It's been a bit of a mental day for you. Been a mental few days. You've made it to Inverurie. I have indeed. Yes. How are you? How's your day going so far? It's going all right. Actually, it was quite a nice drive. The, it rained all the way to Stirling, and then it was nice and sunny here. It's good to see Joe and Ben in the flesh. It's always good to see you, Rob. Especially the cuddle outside. <laughs> Joe, how's life treating you at the moment? Good. Um, I've been up since 4.45. What time are we on now? 2.30. Yeah, I'm getting there. Powering through. Excellent. Well, we, we, we've got a nice busy day ahead of yep. you. It'll keep you going. Ben, <laughs> what's happening in your life? Uh, not a whole bunch. Uh, just getting ready for Christmas, I guess. <laughs> 
Oh, excellent. Well, speaking of Christmas... I've bought homebrew, which Rob is going to say is horrible whether he likes it or not. <laughs> very, very true. Ben, that one's oh. for you. I don't know if you can imagine from that bottle-shaped thing what might what be What might in it that. be? It's a book. <laughs> uh, Bruce, you've got a little dumpy one. Joe, that's yours. I'll pass oh, that over. Try not the, the beers everywhere. Did I get a tin of indie last year? You yes, did you get did. a tin of indie last did. year. <laughs> it's not a tin of indie this year, don't worry. Right, open them up. All right, okay. Russell, no. Russell, Russell. Russell. Ooh, the lovely Alice has just come over with some, uh, some a pint of a pint of hop f- fiction. And what was this one, Joe? It was Pharaoh Fatalist from delicious. Overworks. Ooh. Ooh. We should be drinking Krampus, Tastes really, being as it's Christmas. Thank you very much. I can't get into mine. Yeah, I wrapped yours particularly well. Particularly well, you really did. What have you got for our listeners, Bruce? Well, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got something that the girls will be giving to Santa on Ooh. Christmas Eve. Ooh. And it is Paradox Rye. Is that a can? Yeah, it is a can. They're uh, they're quite... very heavy for a can. Well, that's because it's a heavy beer. Joe, what have you got? Oh, I've got Paradox Uncle Dukes. That will be sitting aside. Yes. I'm going to age that a bit, I think. Thank you very much. And uh, I've got a bottle of Anarchist Alchemist, which is fantastic. Love it. Thank you very much, Mr. Cooper. Yes, You're very you welcome. You thank you. And thank you. My present is just having you all here. Aww. It's so nice to see you all. Uh, right, let's get into things. There's so much in this show we've got to do. An uh, interview with James coming up later. We've got the quiz, which we haven't recorded yet as we were speaking about this, but we will be recording it straight after this. Uh, first things first, I wanted to just mention 500 Cuts Rum. I had it and really enjoyed it. I don't know much about rum, so I got it to a load of people in my pub who claim to know a lot about rum. And? Either that or they just alcoholics I don't know but um, yeah they uh, everybody said it was really really nice very very strong flavour um, if you like your rum quite subtle it's not for you I, I used to like rum I used to be a big rum drink brilliant be... have you had some rum today no I must have just had a cola I used to be a big rum drinker however last week we were at a party and I thought I'll have a sip myself a, a rum and coke it's too sweet mm. I just I don't know if I've developed a taste for less sweeter type yeah. stuff but no I just your palate has changed yes yes give yeah. me a whiskey instead so yeah I used to drink a lot of the spiced rums back in the day and now I just it's no. way too sweet yeah yeah very good well done <laughs> everybody not doing any pirate references so far oh yeah oh, so we do that just right Okay, uh, let's get straight off to our first thing. This is us in Castlegate in a few minutes. Uh, over to us the quiz. Don't forget, coming out, interview with James, and we've got all the news from the last few weeks. This has been recorded live at Brewdog Castlegate on the 15th of December 2019. We're your source for all the latest news, views, thoughts and reviews from the world of Brewdog and craft beer. And this show is hosted by myself, Robert Cooper... Please well, Bruce Cameron. Hi, how you doing? And also here today from the podcast team is Joe. The Queen of the South is in the North, everybody. Hey, she's getting in the spirit of it. We haven't got Andrew, but we do have Ben. Hello. Oh, is that it? Just hello. <laughs> hello. And standing in for, well, it's Matt the banker. He's here too. Evening all. Excellent. Uh, on the on the Brewdog team, we'll start off with the team captain. It's Fiona Hunter. Hiya. Next to her is Ben. Brewdog Ben. Hello. Excellent. Thrown in at the last minute, it's the manager of Union Square, Craig Ewing. Craig, say hi to everyone. Oh, last minute sub. Excellent. And eating his supper, that's how calm and casual he is about all this. It's Michael Kenyon. I feel like... Coming up on this week's show, 
We have an interview with James Watt himself, looking back at 2019 with our Brewdog versus Podcast quiz, as I've just introduced. Uh, with news of a secretive new Brewdog bar concept. Looks at them all. Uh, Tamsin joins us to talk about her unusual dogs on deck shift. There's a potential museum in the works. Dublin is open, Swansea's open, and there's Christmas presents as well. Hey. Not for you lot. Uh, we're all thingies of the thingy. I've screwed it up massively, but never mind. Let's just do it. Here comes some theme music! We're definitely bigger than we used to be. Oh, look at that. Spectacular. Screwed it up straight away. Dropped my papers all over the floor. Ugh. Right, round one, here we go. Team challenge, this will be six questions. You're allowed to confer, but only the team captain can answer. Uh, you get three points for a correct answer, and if you screw it up, then you can pass it over to the other team, or be passed over to the team, and they can get one point, so they can steal it, basically. So here we go. We're gonna start off with the podcast team, and we're gonna ask you this. The question is, according to Untapped, what is the name of the beer that won this year's Collabfest? Apparently it's... Uh, it's what? Uh, Blackcurrant Tart. Blackcurrant Tart is incorrect. Oh. Oh. Craig, you're gonna take it for the team? Needs to be filled with the answers. Take it for the team. Blackcurrant Trifle. Blackcurrant oh. Trifle is right. Oh. Chris. You look rubbish. You Chris, if you can note down a point for the, brew, for the Brewdog team, please. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, Brewdog team. Back in 2018, the Brewdog blueprint was released, an interesting collection of projects that Brewdog would be working on in 2019 and belong. One of these involved reviving a 250-year-old trademark. What was the name of the brand on that trademark? Confident. Is this Aye. Yeah. All Sops. All Sops Pale Ale is Pindi India Pale Ale is correct. Well done, Fiona. Three points to the Brewdog team. Storming ahead. Okay. Podcast team. In June this year, Brewdog let EFPs pay what they felt their bar tab was worth in a week-long experiment. It had very mixed results. But what was the experiment called? Yeah, yeah. we've got the confirmation that it's honest. Honest to dog, to dog is correct. Well done, Bruce. <laughs> Three points to the podcast team. Very well done. Okay, Brewdog team. If you visit all the Brewdog bars in London and get your beer visa stamped, you get a free pint and a small reward called the Big Smoke. How many Brewdog bars are there in London? Oh, they've all just looked to be like they want to kill me. So we're basically looking for how many Brewdog bars there are in London. Are you including Draft House? Nope, just Brewdog bars for the stamp. Twelve. Twelve? Twelve is correct. Yay! Well done. Brixton, Camden, Canary Wharf, Clapham Junction, Clerkenwell, Dalston, Tower Hill, Paddington, Sevendale, Shepherds Bush, Shoreditch and Soho. Oh hey, here we go. One for the podcast team here. Touring around 15 cities Punk State is described as a two-day blockade that encourages new people around Europe to try punk for the first time. Correct. Name five of the cities in which Punk State has been this year. Right, we've got one. We can start with Barcelona. Hamburg. Hamburg. Yep. yep. Southampton. Yep. Cardiff. No, Glasgow. Cla Glasgow. I said, look, reading. She said Glasgow. Reading. And Reading. Yeah. Incorrect. There's no Glasgow. I'm gonna have to throw it over. Just give me one team, one place. Do we just need to add another one in? Another one in. 
Aberdeen is correct. So it's a point to the brood. Can't help but feel this quiz is heavily leaning towards one side of the table. I hope, I hope, I hope one of the rounds has got. What's the name of the connector that connects microphones to a mixer? No, it hasn't. Okay, here we go. This is for the Brewdog team. Brewdog has always stood for independence and fighting off the dirty tactics used by the huge macro brewers that want to keep a stranglehold on the beer scene around the world. In March this year, the beer giant Lion purchased which Huddersfield-based brewery? So which beer giant Lion purchased which Huddersfield-based brewery? Magic Rock. Oh. Magic Rock is correct. Three points to the Brewdog team. Excellent. Right, well, that brings an end to round one. What are the scores out at the minute, Chris? 700 to them and one to us. <laughs> go go read them out one. for me. <laughs> three to the Brewdog uh, podcast and 11 for great. the Brewdog team. Wow. Okay, podcast team. You're massively letting me down here. I'm rooting for you. I mean, I wrote, I wrote these questions for you all. Okay, oh let's fire on with round number two. This is an individual round. One question each. That's all you're getting. No conferring. Three points for the correct answer. If you get it wrong, we'll throw it over, and then the entire other team can take a guess at it, so you don't want to screw it up. Who wants to go first? Brilliant. Ben, thank you for volunteering. Question number one. Which country won the 2019 FIFA Women's World Cup? USA. USA is correct. Excellent. Okay, we'll go next to you, Craig. You're up next. Brewdog have made an announcement about an exciting new concept bar opened in January 2020. In which city is that bar located? London. Yeah, very good, mate. Uh, Michael, you're up. Early in 2019, Hawk Cider teamed up with... Uh, I think it's Anzo, Oliver's Cider and Blackstock to produce a cider specifically for their Craft Cider Festival. What was that festival called? Ciderama. Correct. Clean sweep so far. Joe, it's over to you. We're going to go around the table in that order. Name four of the current, and don't turn around and look, name four of the current Brewdog headliner beers. Punk IPA. Yep. Hazy Jane. No, uh, I'm going to throw it over. I'm going to throw it over. Four I don't, don't drink look headliners. at the board. I'm going to stand in the way. Punk, dead bunny, indie lost. Very good, Ben. Straight in there with the correct answers. So that's to the Brewdog team. Ask me an overworks question. Okay. Where are we now, Ben? No pressure. What is the Brewdog Unicorn Fund? It's a 10% cut of the profits that are donated to charity, certain charity projects each year. Not quite. I'm going to have to throw it over again to the Brewdog team. Well, where do you want me to start? It's close enough, is it? I mean, it is pretty close. I would have given them it. But we're talking about Rope here, so they're fine. It's also a profit share, so 10% of net profit is shared equally amongst the team. Yes. That's correct. It's the staff we were looking for. The Brewdog Foundation is the charity element. So very well done. Uh, okay, uh, Matt. He's just sucking up to that. Go on. <laughs> Matt. Brewdog Distilling, the Spirits Armor Brewdog, released their first product in December 2016. What was it called? Lone Wolf Gin. Oh, I'm going to give him that. I'm going to give him that. It's ah, only fair. It's Lone Wolf Vodka. Vodka. But very well done, bud. Okay, Bruce. Oh, here we go. Bruce, here we go. Uh, another question on Brewdog Distilling. 
Oh, super. What is Zealot's Heart? What kind of spirit is that? Zealot's Heart. That was that. Was that not M I M? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm bluffing his way through it. So I've got a choice. I've got a choice of. Are you wearing a bluer suit, by the way? Yes. Wow. It's velvet. Wow, with a Steve Jobs style <laughs> polo. Exactly that's brilliant. I'll be, I'll be um, Zealot's heart was. Uh, <laughs> I want to say whiskey. I want to say whiskey. Oh dear God. Okay. Was that a rub? Brewdog team. Gin, gin, gin. 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 They're all saying gin. Why is there like gin. different gin? Point for the Brewdog team. Stick to one. Okay, Fiona, you get the honour of the last question before we head off to do other things for a minute. Which American Brewdog bar opened its doors for the first time in September this year? Indianapolis. Indianapolis is bang on, three points. Well done, everybody. Uh, I'll just do a quick check on the scores. (laughs) I mean, can we define everybody? (laughs) You've been very kind there, Rob. This is a setup. <laughs> Hold on, Chris has, Chris has got the scores for the half time. The podcast team have two, six. six. No, Matthew. Hold on a minute. Let let the man speak. While the Brewdog team have twenty-six. <laughs> yeah. So the Brewdog team, the Brewdog team, are miles in front. Uh, that's the end of part one. Uh, we will be back very shortly with a general knowledge round and a quick fire round. Thank you very much for participating so far. We'll be back very shortly. Right, there we go. First part of our quiz. That was uh, kind of ridiculous. Okay, we've got some news stories to cover. Andrew's going to be on in a minute. He's got more of the businessy ones. I recorded mm-hmm. with him. But let's talk about some things first of all. Sunday Times Fast Track. A record eighth year, I think it was, for Brewdog. Eight years yep. in the Sunday Times Fast Track. Fat, fat track? Fast Track. Uh, which is stunning because the, the, I don't think there's any other business that's even come close to that now. But another thing that came up and really wasn't mentioned very much, PR Week, um, who are a sort of magazine, come online thing all over the world, very, very well respected. Uh, they have made BrewDog their disruptor of the decade, their brand disruptor of the decade. So uh, a mini round of applause for BrewDog. Hey. A little more enthusiasm, Bruce. <laughs> uh, so that is really good news. We'll probably have more on that in the new year because I kind of feel like Brewdog haven't made enough of that. There'll be, be more on it. So let's bash through these. Bruce, you've got this one here. Go yes. for it. Is this the first one? Is this the museum? Museum is the correct one. Sir. Yes, so Aberdeen shows Beer Giant, uh, Beer Giant Museum bid. So Brewdog have launched plans for a new bar, including a beer museum Ooh. next to its HQ up in Ellen. The hope to draw tourists obviously to the site there which I think uh, museum I don't know what they're going to have in it but yeah it's, uh, I think it's a good idea it would um, the, the new bar would replace what is existing bar that's already there because they don't think it's big enough I think I, I think it's probably true I don't think dog yeah ha- dog I would tap. say it's not very big um, when I went in I didn't yeah, think it's very big yeah I mean the, the space upstairs is nice but yeah. again it could just do with a little bit more space there um the building they're looking to go into is the Power Jacks building, which has have been there, I think, since 2011. And yeah, the Canyon Line's huge, but it, it's still only taking up about two-thirds of the building. It's the whole front of the building's a really, really good-looking space. So, the museum, the, the they hope to attract thousands of tourists, thousands of tourists to the, to the location. 
Um, Sounds a little bit to me like the stuff you might put on a planning application. Ah, <laughs> but yes. the page that actually reports this at the bottom says, which I think is a little negative throw in here. The majority of customers are expected to travel to the site by bus or taxi, and that's how we finished the, the article. Oh, which is a bit. How else are they going to travel? A, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, parachute, <laughs> donkey, <laughs> helicopter. It's so kind yeah. of like a local pub for local people kind of dig there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But no, so yes, plans going in for our museum and um, new bar in Ellen. So yeah, that just watch this space, see how that develops. Very I will good. say the um, the uh, sorry the museum that they have in Columbus. It was actually quite impressive. I I thought it was a bit of like an afterthought when they put it in, but um, the the amount of detail they go into about brewing history and the methods that they use, things about water, the hops, and they put it on a really baseline level for people who haven't really had to interact with that before. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Bruce. What are the four ingredients of beer? Water. Mm-hmm. Hops. Yeah. Yeast. Yeah. Malt. Well oh, done. wow. Well wow, done. we've only got episode 35 and he's, he's making progress, listeners. No, I'll just read it off the back of this can. Uh, <laughs> um, Brewdog Swansea. Brewdog Swansea opened. Hello, Brewdog Swansea. Eichavar. Really no, that's like, that's garlic, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we really wish to have come down and seen you, but it was such short notice, that bar opening, that we didn't get a chance. Uh, but we will at some point, I promise. And another bar that we didn't get to, uh, Outpost Dublin has opened. Um, heading there in the new year with any sort of luck. This is a big deal. This is a humongous bar. Looks fantastic. It really does look fantastic. Uh, it's a big open sort of roof terrace thing going on as well. Not sure how much use that is in Dublin for most of the year, but I imagine in the summer months it'll be fantastic. Is it? Is it made of containers? It looks like it. It looks yeah. like it, and it it's also it. bright red, so you can't miss it. <laughs> and it's on the edge of the the water. Yeah. Is it a yeah? Yeah. River. yeah. Does anybody know where about in Dublin it is? Does anybody know? Uh, it's um, in a place called um, Capital Dock. They're quite popular. Yeah, it's, it's like in a businessy area. It's kind of like how Canary, Canary Wharf. Is in yeah, London, okay, yeah. got you. Okay. I imagine there's so many people in Ireland right now listening to this, going, "You guys are making a horrible mess of this." Yeah. We will sort it out. <laughs> I promise. I'm going to go over and see. Uh, amazing setup they've got here. Um, do, do a recording if you're going across there. Do a recording. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do two bars with thirty taps in each bar, so sixty wow. lines in there. Huge beer school everywhere because it's obviously uh, an outpost. There's a five hectoliter brew kit in there. Uh, they've got uh, the biggest shuffle boards that you can get. They've got several of them in there. They've got obviously got the full food menu and everything. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they put Guinness out of business. <laughs> <laughs> say that they're going to have Jet Black Heart on and Fantastic. if anyone comes in and asks for a Guinness in December they'll give them a Jet Black Heart instead Nice <laughs> Nice tip, so yeah we'll be over there I know um, Leonard who's come on the podcast a couple of times he's keen for us to get there as well Are so. they going to sell that Jet Black Heart and a Guinness glass? Ooh, maybe <laughs> uh, Ben, again our beautiful stand-in for Andrew <laughs> could you please take this next little story for us? Sure. Um, so recently blogged, um, there was talk of Nanodog. So what Nanodog is, is that there was a bartender, um, well, one of the bar crew in uh, in Columbus at the the Dog Tap. And uh, he, he was running a homebrew club. He was looking to 
to, to basically experiment on a, on a better level he was really into his um, his stouts and his fruity beers so he approached James and he was talking about these small batch uh, brewing projects uh, the guy's name is Nick Manos by the way um, so the first of the series that he made for James uh, it was a dry hops uh, NEIPA with um uh, sorry, it was a dry hops NEIPA and a double chocolate milk stout with strawberry vanilla banana and toasted walnuts. Both beers sold out in 90 minutes. And as a result, Nick's moved on from working at the bar and is heading up the Nano Dog project. Um, so in the new year, they'll be looking to do like a limited bottle release around the USA and they'll be bringing some to the UK eventually. Um, they've already brewed a snowball cake inspired double milk stout. Which sounds incredible, um, and he's actually co-created it with uh, a local brewery called Branch and Bone in Dayton, Ohio. Um, so he's branching out local collaborations as well. Um, nice. So the Snowball Brew will be on tap in January, early January, at the Dog Tap in Columbus, and we're hopefully going to see some in the UK later in the year. We just need a big undersea pipe. Yeah. Yes. Sending yeah. American beer and merchandise our way. Uh, They're doing big things. Elon over Musk. There. Really. Elon Musk could yeah. sort of. <laughs> Hyperloop. Yeah, yeah. Hyperloop. Hyperloop. <laughs> Just cans of beer going. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, right, we've got loads more news for you. I recorded with Andrew just yesterday, uh, but uh, before we do that, we're keen to hear from you here on the Brewdog News Podcast, so please feel free to call us on 01224 518501 and leave us a message. We've just got the one message this month, and I already know he's not going to be appearing at the quiz that we're recording in a bit, and here's one reason why. It is, of course, Watty. Hi, hi, Brewdog News Podcast. It's uh, Watty here, Dean and all Meldrum. Well, us drinking games just... Young Michael can drink me under the table, can? Aye. Only why. Apologise if I'm sounding rough, but uh, the first scalp on Friday night. I was hungover Saturday, and well, I'll be honest, I'm still hungover. I've... Uh, Two questions for you the day, Bob. First aid is, fit are you and the team asking Sunty for their Christmas? I've asked wifey Watty for uh, new beats, because mine are about Dean. Second question, well, in keeping with the podcasts, uh, fit has been Abdi's beer of the year. Uh, mine... I would say was uh, the own raspberry thing at the AGM. No, not AGM. What am I saying? Oh dear, I think I best I want my beard. Oh, that feels so good. Cheerio, Abdi. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Okay, so, um, yeah. State of Watty, not good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know a little bit more about what's gone on there and he's he's really not fit for interacting with humans at the moment. So, yes, anyway, two questions he had for us. So what are we doing for Christmas, uh, first of all? Bruce, what are you doing for Christmas? I have no idea. Brilliant, you'll do what you're told. Actually, not sure. I think we're going to have it in the house with um, the in-laws will come down. So probably just the six of us. And uh, I'm off for two weeks from the 20th, right through back on the 6th. So... Do a bit of visiting, come up with the kids and just, you know, chill out. Very good. Joe, what are you going to be doing? Uh, everyone's coming around my house. Ooh. I'm doing the cooking and all of that jazz. 
I uh, was trying to cut down on the desserts this year and was forcibly told no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so um, I'm going to have to do crispy cake for my brother and my nephew, um, chocolate mousse for my dad and my husband, and then I'm going to have a stout chocolate cake, which I might make with zombie cake, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Very good. Ben, what are you up to? Um, we kind of do the same thing every year. We go to my grandparents for um, Christmas. Uh, we got a few... Um, We've got a few relatives coming. Uh, a lot of my family have moved to Australia. So um, just having like kind of distant family members like that coming around this year should be quite nice. Um, because of the um, Brewdog Antarctica, I was, um, I was gifted a bottle of the uh, Death of Glory, which I'm hoping to crack out that day as well. So it's going to be a bit of a boozy Excellent. day. <laughs> yes. Well, the world-famous Newton Arms... That is open from half past 12 till half past 2, so that's where I shall be. And then I'll be spending the rest of the afternoon cuddled up on the sofa with my dog. And before anybody goes, oh, that's sad, Rob's spending the day on his own. No, you love that. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah, Are you kidding? Yeah. Me, the Xbox, chilling out, actually having some peace and quiet. Perfect. I'll, I'll be happy. honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm slightly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi to Lindsay and the kids if you're listening. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, his other question then was uh, favourite beer. Let's keep this quick, Bruce. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at it just now. It's over there. The uh, Ben's Anarchist Alchemist. I remember having that on the Sunday of um, the AGM from through the boy door. No, the boy door. Yeah, it was the boy door. Yeah, it was. Yeah. The boy door, yeah. And uh, yeah, I had a bit two or three of them actually that day yeah, I loved it loved it jealous Joe your favourite beer this year um, I really enjoyed Pina Player from the US actually really? well, that is a yes, good one yes yeah. I really enjoyed that interesting or, um, Disparate Elements 1 from Everworks very good that was really lovely that was Hibiscus and Lime very ben? nice Tiramisu Crew Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah, that was that's fantastic. I'm was... going to go with the non-dog beers. Mine, no, it wasn't indie. <laughs> Mine was absolutely uh, the Cloudwater versus Brewdog earlier oh, in the year, nice. yeah, which nice. is still selling really well, I believe, and I still absolutely love it. So, I tell you what, I've really noticed recently is the um, the beer that I've been getting from Morrison's actually is the the Northern Monk, and I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's a seven point four. Double IP and it's it's stunning. Yeah, I mean, I was absolutely. really blown away by some of the Northern Monks oh, when I was down yeah. in Manchester. Yeah. So, uh, that's your food ready, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, okay, uh, thank you very much, uh, Watty. Hope that hangover clears up. Shame you can't make it tonight. We're going to have to find someone to fill in for you on the quiz. Um, but yes, don't forget, we have our interview with James coming up shortly. We've got a great thing with Tamsin coming up. But before that, let's finish off the last of the news. Yeah. Uh, this is me talking to Andrew. Andrew, we couldn't do the Christmas special podcast without having you in on this in one form or another, so massive thank you for taking the time to run through some of the recent news stories with me. Uh, I know, because we've been talking before we were recording, that your social life and work life is kind of crazy at the moment, but how are you doing? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'll sleep in January. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so let's bash through these because I'm sure people are wanting to hear from them. Uh, first up, uh, we're going to be talking about the bond. We mentioned this in the last podcast. So, Breedog have launched another bond. Um, this is basically a way you can invest in the company at a slightly lower risk. You can buy bonds, they cost you £500 at a time, and you have to buy them through Crowdcube. 
Now, originally on this, they were going to give you a return on your bond of 6% per annum, 3% paid in cash and 3% paid in vouchers for beer. But that's changed since it first launched, and we'll come back to that in a minute. You also get 20 quid's worth of beer bucks just for investing as well. Now, there's no guarantees on return at all, as with the regular EFP investment, although you will be high up in the queue if BrewDog did go bankrupt tomorrow. Uh, and so far, and this is quite staggering, so far 2.6 million has been invested, and it was only about three or four weeks ago that this launched. Closes on December the 23rd. Um, Andrew, what's your take on all this? It's a different way of investing in BrewDog. It suits people who want to make a more serious investment because it's got slightly more um, preference, I guess. Should BrewDog collapse, you're slightly ahead in the queue, I believe, than those of us who are (laughs) EFP investors. But let's be honest, if BrewDog goes down, it's going to go down in uh, in a blaze of glory. So... um, I wouldn't expect it to be anything to hand out, even if it did. So it's it's a different way of investing. Personally, I've found it very good um, on the second bond, though I'm not personally investing on the third bond, but that's due to general exposure to BrewDog. Um, my experience has been the interest yeah. has been paid on time and in full. Um, though, do just check the tax implications on this one, because recently Crowdcube have changed how they work, so they're taxing at source rather than letting you do it yourself. So, um, as ever, take some full financial advice, particularly if you're getting into the world of bonds, or at least get some independent reading done so that you know what you're doing, because uh, there's a reasonable chance if you're one of the vast majority of the people with pretty ordinary tax affairs, you'll need to change how you do things a wee bit. Yeah, um, and on that note, even if you don't go and speak to a you know a tax advisor, which would obviously we'd always say, have a read on the thread on the forum about on the bond because uh, Neil Fletcher, regular on this show, um, he's put loads of comments there and really sort of explained it in plain English about the tax implications. Um, yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're, uh, you know, if you're the kind of person who, who is just going to go right, I'm going to buy four of these, I'm going to put two grand in. The last thing you want is to suddenly find out a couple of years down the line that you've got a tax bill you weren't expecting. So it's definitely worth just being aware of that. Yeah, and whilst Neil's a tax expert, he'd be quite happy for us to say he's not your tax expert. So always just take a a piece of independent advice on your own affairs if you're not 100% confident with this stuff. Yeah, cool. Now, um, when this first launched, um, there was, it was going to, like I said, it was 3% paid in cash and 3% paid in beer which was basically vouchers that you get paid out every six months. Um, But there was a real pushback on that, wasn't there? Yeah, and that's simply because when you've got 3% in cash, once that's been taxed, plus the tax you would pay as if the beer was being given as cash, just the way the HMRC would have probably seen it, it wasn't a massively exciting proposition as an investment. Now, as we talked about earlier, this isn't about your 25 quid EFP share investor. Typically, you'd need to invest £500. Most people put a couple of grand into this. So you'd want a reasonable return because it's competing against long-term savings accounts. It might compete against your ISA. It will compete certainly against other investments. To be honest, my take on it originally was that you'd be just as well taking out premium bonds in a flippant way. Um, Now they've made it slightly more appealing. Um, (laughs) They've made it a little bit better after tax so it's it's something that i have looked at again as i say myself i'm in bond two so i don't need bond three but uh, it's a little bit more compelling versus some of the other 
competing options out there. We're in a weird position in general, and I think it's a conversation we're going to have a lot more in 2020, whereby BrewDog is no longer delivering this rapid growth. I think James has alluded to this a number of times on the forum that BrewDog has to adapt or die, basically, um, to mm-hmm. what is a slowing craft beer market in the UK, what is a very much a slowing craft beer market in the United States, and, and one that needs to be tapped into in Europe, but yet has, has yet to show its appetite for it. So my own feeling is that BrewDog has a s- significant amount of risk for the next couple of years, and... Um, take that into account when you do your your numbers yeah that sounds like a conversation we we're we're definitely going to be having next year um yeah i think it's now changed to five percent in cash and one percent in beer vouchers i'm i'm right on that i can't actually remember you might you probably are you're often right i'll click the link and have a look yes there we go five percent in cash and 1% in beer. That's more like it. Okay, uh, let's leave that one there. Next one. Um, this one's a little bit of breaking news, kind of. It was only last week this came out. But yeah, Sydney. Um, lovely brew dog, Sydney. She's been on this podcast as well in the past. Hello, Sydney. Yes, hi, Sydney. And especially hi to Sydney's dog. Um, if you've not seen Sydney's dog, and this is completely irrelevant, Rob, but humour me on this one. Um, if you're on Instagram, look for mini doodle dot ipa which is ipa sydney's mini doodle i'm going to send you a link just now rob and you'll see why this is important to to all our listeners if they want a bit of cute in their lives oh my gosh that is one cute dog exactly hey ipa oh me yeah right we're putting a link to that in the show notes absolutely no question yeah, anyway, uh, Sydney's dog aside, so yes, we're <laughs> delighted to announce, this is what she posted, we're delighted to announce that we're officially opening a very exciting new concept at the start of January. Located at the Bower, uh, which is on Old Street in London, which is a former Draft House pub, um, and that's it, that's all it said. So, um, lots of speculation on this, Andrew, I reckon you've probably got some great insight in your brain onto what this might be about. I've not heard anything official or unofficial um, beyond what's been on the forum yet, but um, James has been on Instagram this evening when we're recording this. Um, it's actually closed already, and it's been kitted out as a brew dog, as the way of, by the way, the external uh, signage and hoarding looks. It's all white inside, which is interesting. The the reasonably smart money, I think, is on this being oh. an alcohol-free concept, given its opening in January, given they're foregoing the final couple of weeks of Christmas trading uh, in order to fit this out to, to launch with a bang in January. And uh, it would be reasonable to assume it's going to be either predominantly or entirely alcohol-free. This is not necessarily a bad idea. It's often said that up to a third of young folk in the United Kingdom these days either don't drink at all or drink in very small amounts. So perhaps there is a market there. And why not try it? If January is often a quiet month, why not give this a go? Okay, Andrew, two more things to to cover before we hand back to me doing this quiz and Christmas nonsense. Um, this one's a bit of a sad one. Uh, Alison, oh, Alison... Uh, 
one of the most important people in BrewDog for a long time. She's leaving. Um, she's over in the USA just now. She left the UK. She went to the USA. She's been running things over there. Incredibly loved by the folk there. And she's going. And um, there's a chap called Jason Block going to be taking over as CEO in America. Andrew, I know the answer to this, so it's a daft question. But does that make you sad? Because it made me sad. It does. I think Alison has been phenomenal. Um as you have, Rob, I've been lucky enough to meet her a couple of times at BrewDog events. She's a massively enthusiastic fan of BrewDog and also a real, uh, I guess, figurehead for the people team and for most of the business, to be honest. Um, I've also heard from a number of sources that uh, Alison is somebody who would often uh, give honest and very direct and necessary feedback to the executive team at BrewDog and is yeah. uh, somebody who's kept things on on course to an extent. So from a commercial perspective, I'll be fascinated to see how this unfolds um, and, and to see if there are any cultural changes as well as the simple change of leadership. It seems like they've got a good replacement, so I have every confidence in the US business, but uh, it'll be interesting to see at a more macro level um, what, what this means. Yeah, and it is also worth pointing out, a few folk have said this as well, uh, when you've got someone at the executive level like Alison was at, uh, you know, you, <laughs> think of other companies, you know, CEOs and people like that, they only do stay around for a few years because they're always looking for the fresh challenges and something new that they can bring to these places. But, well, I hope to catch up soon and then I can cry on Alison's shoulder when I don't get into the AGM, which happened one time. I didn't mm. cry. Well, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, last one here, Andrew, uh, is uh, EFP6, speaking of investments and stuff, EFP6 smashed through the £7 million mark. Um, the reason why I thought this was an interesting one just to cover is because when EFP6 launched, uh, there was a lot of things talking about the £25 investment level. So I've done the maths on it. Works out the average investment's two hundred and three pounds at the moment, and it seems like EFP six is going really, really well. Uh, we did think with it, you know, like I say, with it being this twenty five pound level, that people, you know, would be investing the bare minimum, and it just wouldn't get the traction that it did before. Seems to me it's doing all right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'll full disclosure: I've not invested in EFP six. I invested in three, four, and five, but haven't seen reason to invest in six. But Ultimately, BrewDog's a very cash-hungry business at the moment. Either you spend money and grow or you stagnate and die. So um, it's been said occasionally that uh, James is addicted to EFP raises because of the, the free cash flow it gives him. Who can blame them? Because it's a free source of revenue that gives you uh, basically a new fan base and grows the fan base. And ultimately, it gives you a customer base that's locked in as well. So, yeah, all power to it, and uh, let's see how it continues to grow. Yeah. Um, I did buy one share in EFP6, and it was for something that last night, for some strange reason, I realised hasn't been talked about at all, and that is for that uh, million share giveaway that's coming up at the AGM. I wonder if it will be talked about, or if that's something that will just be quietly forgotten about, other than a EFP forum storm. Let's see. Maybe post on the forum about that, Rob. Yeah. It's weird. It is an interesting one, though, isn't it? Because that was a huge push at the start, and I haven't seen it mentioned anywhere recently. So I wonder if there has been a bit of a change in direction there on that one. Hmm. Perhaps we'll see. One thing to note is that as we're recording this a couple of weeks before Christmas, um, it is the EFP preview night over in Dublin today. And this is 
really important to highlight for a number of reasons. The first one being it is the 100th Brewdog slash um, Drafthouse bar opening, which is extremely exciting. So congratulations to the whole team that's been involved in this, especially the legend is JB, James Brown, who runs Brewdog's Bar's uh, division, to uh, David as well, who heads up that whole part of the business, um, and particular shout out to Will Brown, who JB has highlighted as somebody who's invested a huge amount of time and effort in the licensing process in Dublin. Turns out that Dublin is an absolute nightmare if you want to open a bar, Um some people might say that doesn't conform oh. to a stereotype, but it's proved an absolute nightmare. The EFP launch was booked for tonight, and it was only confirmed about 11 o'clock this morning when JB put on a lovely suit and went to court to get the licence signed off, finally, once and for all. So, Friday 13th of December, it'll be long before this podcast goes out, I'm sure, um, but the, the Brewdog Dublin will be open yep. um, at Grand Canal Docks. So it's in the Docklands in Dublin, not quite city centre, but pretty cool location. And it's a massive outpost. So go and check them out on social media to see what's going on. Ace, hoping to get there in the new year. Uh, really nice to get a couple of us from the podcast, but uh, I really want a trip to Dublin. I've seen the look, I've looked at it already. It looks pretty amazing. So yeah, uh, Andrew, that is us. Uh, thank you for taking the time, buddy. Yeah, and thanks thanks for having me, Rob. It's always been a pleasure to chat with you and the team over this year. Big hi to Bruce, to Joe, and to Ben up in Aberdeen. Hope you're having a, a wonderful time. Thanks to all the BrewDog staff who've been, as ever, as I said this time last year, been wonderful engaging with us. Um, it's been so good to work with Abby, with Fiona, with James Watt himself, with Michael Kenyon, with Cam... We'd not forgotten Cam at all. Um, and with so many other people... We um, have not forgotten Cam. So many other people whose names are escaping me as you put me uh, slightly on the spot here. Just wanted to say as well to <laughs> my long-lost sister, Emma DeSena, who's absolutely smashing it, just to show that if you love a brand enough, you can take on your dream job. And I know she's been finding the Black Friday period particularly busy and challenging. But I uh, want to congratulate her on BrewDog's Net Promoter score, which I believe has skyrocketed thanks to her work. So awesome job, Emma. And really just to say to all the listeners, thank you so much for your company with the messages you've sent, with the calls, apart from Wattie, and also for your ah! engagement on Instagram too. It's been great to chat <laughs> with so many of you. Happy Christmas, everyone. All the best for 2020. And I look forward to many more beery adventures in the new year. Thank you, Andrew. Bye-bye. See you. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. Oh, thanks, thanks, Andrew. Andrew. Oh, happy Christmas, Andrew. Uh, he's a uh, shame he can't be here. It's funny because when we were trying to arrange this, it was all done a bit last minute, and he sent me his calendar to prove to me that he wasn't being a and just didn't want to come up. He was like, I, my, I said to him, when do you ever get time to be ill? He said, I do not. Too much, way too much. He's a good lad, though. And then um, I got the email, and I was like, I don't have a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I think that's a good point to stop uh, part one and flip over to part two. If you're a Patreon subscriber, check your feed. You've already got it. If you want to become a Patreon subscriber, you can do so from as little as $1 a month. Yes, that's about 70p. And you too will get the podcast before other people. Uh, otherwise, you'll need to wait until Monday or Tuesday next week when I will put the podcast, the second part of the podcast, should I say, out to everyone. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.